3: abgenommen
4: bedauert
5: down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character with a problem to the police. A crusader for law. In reality, Dan Garrett, a rookie patrolman loved by everyone but suspected by none of being the Blue Beetle. As the Blue Beetle, he hides behind a strange mask and a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor. Flexible as silk, but stronger than steel. Today's episode of the Blue
1: Beetle sends the Blue Beetle swooping down on a group of powerful underworld characters whose racket is dope. Will he be able to ferret them out? Can he hope to cope with this mysterious ring of ruthless men single-handed? Can he discover their leader and bring him to justice? As our story opens, our hero, Dan Garrett, is visiting his friend and secret advisor, Dr. Franz, who operates a little apothecary shop in one of the great city's side streets. He is restlessly pacing the floor in Dr. Franz's living room.
5: Look, Doc, why
6: does there have to be so much red tape in police work?
1: Well, Danny, every organization has
6: to have rules and regulations. That makes for efficiency. Yes, but the criminals and the crooks we're set to catch aren't bound up in rules and regulations. You know, I like police work, but I also
5: crave action. You seem to get plenty of it as the Blue Beetle. I worry about you, Danny. The terrible risks you take. These crooks and gangsters are vicious, cold-blooded killers. They'd have no mercy on you if they caught you.
6: I can take care of myself. Besides that suit of blue chain army you made me and that mask are a great protection. I hope they never catch you without it.
5: Or ever discover who the Blue Beetle really is. I'm afraid it would mean the end of patrolman Dan Garrett.
6: Well, after all, Doc, you're the only one who knows... Even Mannigan is always saying what he'd do if he caught the Blue Beetle. Mm, uh, he's the officer on the beat next to yours, isn't he? Yes, he was my father's pal. I see. He got me on the police force after my father was killed by a gangster's bullet.
5: And uh, doesn't he suspect at all?
6: No, he doesn't. He's a good cop, but he's not very heavy above the ears.
4: But, uh, what's that
6: newsboy crying? Something about a movie star committing suicide. Wait, I'll go get a
5: paper. Uh, Hey,
6: my
5: boy, give me one of those extras. Yes, sir. Keep it. Yeah.
6: Hey, look at this, Doc. Sandra Beaumont, the movie actress, committed suicide last night. The paper says she left a note on the dressing table which said Dope has become my master. No longer can I live without it. This is the end. Let my fate be a warning to all. What do you think of that, Doc? I think it's tragic, Danny. So do I. I'm going to do something about that dope racket right now. So well, what are you going to do? I'm going to ask the commissioner to put me on special assignment to try and uncover the leaders of that dope ring in this city. Ah, oh, you'd better be careful, Dan. They'll stop at nothing. Well, I can't uncover them as patrolman Dan Garrett. I'll get them as the blue Beetle.
1: As our next scene opens... Patrolman Dan Garrett, Mike Mannigan, and Charlie Storm, ace reporter of the York City Sun, are standing on the corner watching a hotel suspected of being the dope ring's headquarters.
5: Uh-huh. That's the place, all right. Somebody tipped off my paper. Why don't we go in and raid
6: the place? What, just the two of us? Sure. Don't be silly. We've got no evidence. The commissioner wants evidence. That's our job, to watch everybody that goes in and comes out of that place. Me? I like action. So do I. Hey, look. Where? That shabbily dressed man. there. He just came out of that side entrance and gave a cigarette to that kid standing there. So what? Looks like the kid gave him some money for it. He's a dope peddler. He's selling dope cigarettes, marijuana. Marijuana. Boy, here's where I make a pinch.
5: Hey, you there. I want to talk to you. Come on, get me, Oh, yeah? You got to travel fast to get away from me, brother. Go get him, Danny. I'll signal Clancy on the next beat. He'll head him off at the intersection. Look, Danny's diving for him. He's got him. Why, that was a flying tackle. you uh-huh, sure what? Hey, look. That car there. There's a machine gun. Look out, Danny! I'm going to take a shot with my revolver as they pass. Yeah. Look down behind those ashes, Johnny. I'm already
4: shot.
5: Listen, them, but got it. Did you get the license number of that car she passed? Yep. CB-83725. It's probably a stolen car. Hey, what about Dan and the dope peddler? Those murderers get him. Looks like it. The boss stretched out in the street. You phone for the ambulance while I have a look. Okay, I'll phone my paper at the same time. Boy, what a story! Come on now, come on here, break it up, break it up there. Give him there. Hey, let's have a look at him. Huh. Oh, they sure got this guy. He looks like a sieve. Sure, and he'll never sell no more dope cigarettes to kids. He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Look at the blood, will you? Yeah, look at him. This it. guy here looks like he's dead too. It's standing. Danny, it's Mannigan. How are you doing, Danny? What happened?
6: Where's the dope peddler? He's dead. You tackled him and some trigger men in a car machine gunned you both. Oh, I remember now. I saw the car coming. Are you bad, hurt? I don't know. I can't feel much. I'm numb all over. Well, here's the ambulance. Uh, you would get a swell ride to the hospital,
5: Danny, and maybe a citation from the commissioner for bravery in action. Verdict, Doctor. Will Patrolman Dan Garrett live? Well, it's very doubtful, Commissioner. An operation is necessary to remove the bullet. But he's so weak from loss of blood yeah, that that's tough. he's one of my best men. Due for promotion soon. A message for you, Doctor. Oh, thank you. Pardon me, Commissioner. Yes, sir. Mm. Mm. Yeah. This should be interesting to you, Commissioner. Read it. Yeah, let me see. If my blood is the right type, I would like to volunteer as a blood donor for the brave officer Garrett. Uh, Why, this is signed by my daughter. Precisely. She's convalescing here from her accident. Well, she's almost recovered, Commissioner. Yes, but, Doctor, is she strong enough? I think so. Then by all means, let her do it. I'm fond as well as proud of Dan Garrett. He's a fine boy, like his dad before him. It'll also make my daughter very happy. Ever-sneaking suspicion
4: she likes, young Garrett. The commissioner
1: daughter's Mary's blood proved to be the right type, and the transfusion was performed. Later, Danny was operated upon in a machine gun bullet removed from his abdomen. For days, he hovered between life and death. Then one night, when all was quiet, a strange man slipped by the nurse and stood beside Dan's bed. Dan, Dan Garrett.
6: Who is it? I was calling Dan Garrett. It is I, Doctor Franz, your friend. I've got something for you. Hello, Duck. Now listen, Danny. I want you to take this capsule. It's my secret two X formula. It will bring you a speedy recovery. Sure, I'm positive. My formula will save your life, restore you to health in twenty four hours. It will also give you greater vitality, keener eyesight, almost superhuman mentality. And it will give you abnormal strength. You will be a tough hombre when you get out of here. Give it to me. I've got to get out of here. There's important work to be done. And I've got to do it.
1: The next morning, to the surprise of everyone, Dan Garrett was completely recovered. Mike Mannigan and Mary Donnelly, the commissioner's daughter, who came to visit him, he learned that the commissioner had ordered extensive raids on all opium dens in the city. At one place, they told him, the police had been blown to bits by dynamite, planted by the dope ring before they fled. Dan insisted on being released from the hospital and restored to duty. By mid-afternoon, he's back on his beat, fully recovered to health and strength by Dr. Franz's magic formula. That night, he visits the little apothecary shop of Dr. Franz.
6: Hello, Doc. Hello, hello, Danny. Well, my 2X formula worked, didn't it? It sure did. Hey, have a look at this. Hmm, a bullet, huh? Yeah, that came out of me. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, let's have a
5: look at it under the microscope. Wait till I close up shop. Uh, Pull down the shades, will you, while I lock the door? All right. There. Now, now we'll just give this bullet the once-over under the microscope. Mm Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. Very
6: interesting, indeed. What is it, Doc? Have you got something? I think so. This bullet was fired from a show-show. A show-show? What's that? Why, that's what the soldiers in the last World War called a certain type of French machine gun because they couldn't pronounce the real name. Boy, that ought to be easy to trace. There can't be many of those in this town. Got any ideas? Well, uh, there's a French novelist by the name of Philip Radin who collects interesting firearms as a hobby. He might know something about this,
1: gun. Out into the night went Dan Garrett on the trail of the murder gun. But a change, Dan Garrett. No longer is he in the blue uniform of the city's finest. He wears blue, but it's the blue chain armor of the blue beetle. Uh.
6: That gun, Raiden, I've got you covered. It's no use, Raiden. Your bullet can't pierce this chain armor I'm wearing. I'm sorry to be so rough, Raiden. But I wanted that gun of yours. Now pick yourself up. That's better. I see you recognize my little calling card. The sound of my magic ray machine in the little beetle always signifies the presence of the blue beetle. You, you
5: frighten me, monsieur. I fired for nervousness.
6: I have no desire to injure the blue people. I see. Oui, monsieur.
5: Uh, what is it you desire?
6: I understand you have an interesting collection of firearms. Oh, I make the hobby of collecting unusual firearms, monsieur. Do you own a show-show automatic machine gun? Oui, monsieur. You have the only one in the city, I believe.
5: Oh, perhaps, monsieur.
6: I, I do not know. I'd like to see it. Certainly, monsieur. Right uh, this way. And no funny business,
5: Monsieur. I am not in the mood for uh, what you call these uh, funny business. Good. Well, no. here you are, Monsieur. This is the gun cabinet. The uh, show, show, she is. Oh She is gone, Gone. We must always. She is here in display. Come
6: on, Raiden. Your pretended surprise sounds you funny see, to me. I I cut it out, country. Maybe you're on the level, then again, maybe you're not. I'll just dust this door for fingerprints and take a photograph. Now, you stand over there and don't make any false moves. Now, well, let me see. A little here. Some more here. And several fingerprints. Some of them yours, of course. Bring that floor lamp over here while I photograph it. Now, hold it steady. That's right. Now, that's got it. Oh, you find something? Maybe yes and maybe no. Now, you get this straight, Redden. You want to finish that novel or whatever you were typing when I came in. Just forget you ever saw the Blue Beetle.
5: I assure you, monsieur, I... I have no wish to
6: Good. If you're on the level, you're safe. If you're not, well, the next time you meet the Blue Beetle, it'll be just too bad.
5: (laughs) Whom will the Blue Beetle call
1: upon next? Whose fingerprints were on the doors of the gun case? Is Radon the French novelist? A member of the dope ring... Let's look in on police headquarters. The time is close to midnight. Manigan is holding down the desk while the sergeant is out for a bite to eat.
5: <laughs> sure, and I wish the sergeant would get back. I'd like me little thundle bed and some short eye.
4: <laughs>
5: Take it easy, Manigan. You won't get
6: hurt. You always wanted to meet the Blue Beetle. Well, here he is. It's no use to struggle. The Blue Beetle is stronger than you are. I'll just stuff this handkerchief in your mouth and then tie you up. Mm. And I'll carry you into the room where you keep the fingerprint files. There you are. Now, over my shoulder, you go up there, Daisy. Here we are. Just lie there like a good little boy. I want to examine these files. Let me see. Type 27B. 28B, 29, 30, 31B. Yes, that looks like it. Fingerprints of Joe Bugs-McGottie. And here's his photograph. Yes, Mr. McGotti, those are your fingerprints, all right. You're the guy that stole that murder gun. Well, Mr. McGotti, you you're going to get nipped by the Blue Beetle and nipped hard. Reach
7: for the ceiling, Mr. Blue Beetle.
6: Ah, the beautiful daughter of the police commissioner.
7: Don't move. I'll shoot if you do.
6: I have no intention of moving unless it's to step within the aura of such a charming person as yourself, Miss Dunley.
3: What are you doing here? And why has your gagged and tied up Officer of the Manigan? there?
6: I'm here to obtain evidence against the opium gang your father is trying to round up. I tied up Officer of the Manigan there to prevent his interfering.
3: Why didn't you enlist his aid? After all, he's working on this case.
6: The Blue Beetle works alone.
3: But how do I know you're working for rather than against my father?
6: Well, if my charming captor will lower that toy revolver which she's holding in an un-too-steady hand, the Blue Beetle will tell her something to gladden her father's heart.
3: Very well. But don't try any tricks.
6: Not a trick, my dear young lady. Now listen. I promise you that before daylight, your father will have the Opium Gang under lock and key, together with enough evidence to convict them.
3: How do I know you'll keep your promise?
6: Let this seal my promise. Oh. Good night, my sweet. I'd like to linger after that kiss, but the Blue Beetle has a duty to perform
3: Take me with you, Blue Beetle. Let me stand by your side when you... he gone. Maybe to die alone. No, I can't let him. I must help him. I must, I must.
1: Like a bloodhound on the trail once he gets the scent, the Blue Beetle sped on his mission. And like the bloodhound, he'll never let up till he runs his quarry to earth. But close on his heels goes the commissioner's daughter, determined to have a part in the roundup of the nefarious gang of dope peddlers. Little did she know that close behind, as she hurried down the darkened street,
5: a car was slowly following her. There she goes. That's the commissioner's girl. Let's nab her now. Wait. Wait till she passes that
6: streetlight. Now. Out you go. Make it
5: snappy and keep it quiet. Okay, boys. Uh, excuse me, lady. What? I... Who are you? Damn, come oh, on. Oh, let me go. I it. Come I'll on. Take... Here's the car. I'll stick this gag in the mouth. Uh, now open the door. We got it, boss. Right, come on in. Yeah. Yeah,
6: the commissioner will pay a big dough to get his darling daughter back alive. <laughs>
1: the Blue Beetle. Will the Blue Beetle be able to rescue the beautiful daughter of the police commissioner? Will he locate the hideout of the dope ring? Will he be able to collect enough evidence to convict them? Through the silent night, down by the waterfront, two powerful cars are speeding along. The first car is full of men, hard-looking men, desperate men, killers all. But who is this lone occupant of the second car? Ah, yes, it is the Blue Beetle. That looks like the car that passed me the day I was
6: machine gunned. I'll just follow her. It may lead me to the dope peddler's hangout. They suspect me. They've got a machine gun pointing out of the rear. There it goes. i better give them a ruffle with my synchronized machine gun before they shoot away my windshield. I hope the shatterproof glass is good, but I don't know how good. All right, you rats. How do you like this? I must have got that driver, their car's zigzagging. Well now they're speeding up. Well, here we go again. They're slowing down. They're turning into that warehouse. That's my gang, all right. Just the spot I was headed for. Now, Mr. Bugs-Moscati, for the final showdown. (laughs) Closing the iron doors of the warehouse. I'll soon blast them open those special bombs Dr. Frum's made for me. All right, Joe Mugs, don't close that door. I'll blow you all the kingdom. Come, the blue beetle. What's
5: the his hand? That's not Bob. Oh, him?
6: Go ahead, Joe McGaddy. Go ahead and shoot. I recognize you. Your bullets can't hurt the blue beetle. <laughs> <laughs> what did I tell you? Now it's my turn. Here goes your door, and I'm coming right in and mop up. <laughs> <laughs> Here I come you better drop your guns or I'll let you have another
5: bomb. Get This is for Twitter in front of her. Right to the shield. Okay, wise guy, Blue Beetle. toss your little bomb and the police commissioner's daughter to kingdom come along with us.
6: They've got Mary Donnelly. Stop bluffing, McGotty. You can't fool me. She's not the commissioner's daughter. She's one of your mob and she goes with you. I'll give you three seconds to drop your guns. One... Two.
5: Okay, 4 You
6: win. Now release the commissioner's daughter. And get those hands
5: up.
6: That's more like it. Now, Miss Donnelly, here's some handcuffs. Slip them on those gangsters and bring me their guns.
5: All
6: right. That's better. Now, Miss Donnelly, you keep those men covered while I have a look around. That's a nice collection of dope you've got in these cans here. Here comes the law. Wait until the D.A. gets through with you. There'll be a few less criminals in this world. Blue
3: Beetle, you saved my life. These men were holding me for ransom. My father will reward you handsomely.
6: The Blue Beetle seeks no reward, Miss Donnelly. He seeks only justice. Justice for the underdog and safety for the citizens of this great city. Now, you take this gun and keep those mugs covered. The police will be here any minute. I have no desire to meet them. But
3: who are you? Please tell me.
6: I can only tell you this. I'm the man who kissed you twice in one night. Oh. My respects to your father, Miss Donnelly. Tell him the Blue Beetle I... will always be at his service in running down
5: criminals of all time. Away in
1: his fast motor car sped the Blue Beetle, leaving the commissioner's daughter on guard over Bugs McGotty and his band of criminals. But close behind him speeds another car, a police car. Will the Blue Beetle be overtaken and unmasked? Ahead, a stoplight is changing from green to red. Will the Blue Beetle defy the traffic regulations to avoid discovery? Or will he obey the rules of safe driving?
5: This the Blue Beetle himself. I've been following you for a mile. I thought I'd catch you at this stoplight. Come on, me Bucko. I'll ride the running board back to the police station. And no funny business, or I'll blow your brains out.
6: So it's you again, Officer Manigan. I'd love to take you for a ride.
5: No, no, not of that. It's me that's taking you for a ride.
6: I saw you drive out of that warehouse back there. So you were in with those dope peddlers. That's nice figuring, Officer Manigan. It'll be Detective Manigan after I turn you in. Now get going, Mister Bluebeetle. Bad, Manigan. we have to take such a lonely, winding road along the waterfront?
5: Listen, Mr. Blue Beetle. The slightest move, and you'll be Mr. Dead Beetle.
6: Oh, yeah? Listen, you're interfering with my work, Patrolman Manigan. So there you go. <laughs> right off the running board into the river. Have a nice swim for
5: yourself until you cool off. Good night, Detective Manigan. ha <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha.
1: And so the mysterious and thrilling character known as the Blue Beetle, after rounding up a gang of criminals, slips away to let the police take credit for cleaning up the dope racket. The next morning, patrolman Dan Garrett drops in for a visit with Dr. Franz.
5: Well, Danny, I, I see you let the police take all the credit again.
1: Sure.
6: I can't let my buddies down.
5: According to newspaper reports, your friend Manigan got
6: tossed into the river by some of the gangsters whom he had captured single-handed. So that's his story. <laughs> That ain't the way I heard it.
1: (laughs) I bet the blue beetle had something to do with it.
6: Well, you'd win your bet. You know, when I met him this morning, he had the sniffles. And he said he caught a cold. So I asked him if he'd been in swimming without his sweater. (laughs) And and didn't he get wise to the swimming gag? Yeah, after a minute. He wanted to know how I knew he'd been in the water. I told him I heard it from one of the boys.
5: Hey, Doc you heard the latest news? Why, no, no. Uh, what is it? Well, the authorities have got wind of a plot to sabotage that new Army pursuit plane that's being tested tomorrow out of the flying field. Sabotage? That's my speed. Maybe I can get them the detail to the flying field.
6: So long, Doc. i got to get over to headquarters.
1: So some nation is envious of Uncle Sam's superiority in the manufacture of aircraft. What will happen at the airfield? Will the Blue Beetle be able to uncover this plot in time? Will he be able to run the criminals to earth? Those are all questions which will be answered in the next edition of the Blue Beetle. (laughs) And now here's the Blue Beetle himself to say a few words. The story you've just heard
6: should teach you the value of never giving up. Sometimes things are pretty tough. But don't ever be discouraged. Whether it's a business task or a school chore, the men and women of today and the men and women of tomorrow should stick to their job. You will always find a way out. Something will always turn up. Or a friend will lend a helping hand. Like Dr. Franz, in my case. So just keep trying.
1: feature, appearing in Mystery Men Comics magazine. The Blue Beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station. Consult the broadcast schedule in your local newspapers, and don't forget to listen in.
2: From the underworld, a smash gangland, comes. The friend of the unfortunate, enemy
6: of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character who is a problem to the police. A crusader for law. In reality,
2: Dan Garrett, a rookie patrolman, loved by everyone but suspected by none of being, the Blue Beetle. As the Blue Beetle, he hides behind a strange mask and a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor flexible as silk, but stronger than steel. Today's episode of the Blue Beetle is entitled, Sabotage and Liquidation. Will the Blue Beetle prove smart enough to checkmate the clever and ruthless band of international saboteurs who are planning to sabotage Uncle Sam's new fighting plane? As our story opens today, Dan Garrett, who is also the mysterious Blue Beetle, is discovered entering the little apothecary shop run by his friend, Dr. Farns. He seems to be in a hurry. Doc! Doc Farns, are you alone? Hello, hello, Dan.
6: Why, what's the rush? Yes, yes, I'm alone. Good, will you do me a favor and look over my Blue Beetle armor and see if it's okay? Well, certainly. You might get that mysterious rain machine you invented for me, the one silver. Is the Blue Beetle going to do a little nipping again? Well, I don't know yet. But I'm assigned to the flying field police detail, and you never can tell what'll turn over. Well, I'll have everything ready for
2: you whenever you get back. Thanks, Doc. Come so on. <laughs>
8: And have you noticed, Danny,
6: nearby, that the chief gives us the best special assignments? You're right, Manigan. You know why? Maybe you like the way we wear the uniform. No, that ain't it. The
2: commissioner likes you, Danny, and he's given the chief orders to give me and you the good assignments. So you'll have the advantage of my superior wisdom and experience in handling
6: ticklish situations. Oh, so that's it. Sure. Like, for instance, this one today, out here at the flying field. They're testing out one of the new fighting planes for the United States Army. Yes, I know. They say it'll outfly and outfight any flying ship in the world. Well, now suppose some of them foreign agents, or maybe the Blue Beetle was to sabotage. Sabotage. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Suppose they was to do that, and that plane up there was disabled and crashed. Well, it would be up to us to make an investigation on the spot. And keep the crowd back and look for clues and... Into the, the, the internal... Interrogate, Manigan. Yes, uh, interrogate witnesses and mechanics and people. What about it? Well, I, being more experienced than you, I, I know how to take charge and... Well, it looks like you'll have the chance to do your stuff, and Again, That plane is in trouble. Yeah, that's right.
8: Hey, hey, hey. hey look. Look, his motor's is tearing loose. His wings are breaking it, too. He's trying to do a ball with He'll never make it. Hey, where are you going, Dan? That plane is going to crash. I'm going to save that pilot if I can't oh, hey, You can't, you him. Him. He'll be killed instantly. He's got a pancake. He's going to Everybody, everybody, stand by. Stand by. Hey, wait for me, Daddy. You'll be burned to a
6: cinder if that plane catches fire. I'll have to take that chance. You stay and hold that crowd back, man. It's not like crowd You pilots, can you hear me? Oh, it's all that. Come on, buddy, put your arm around my neck. I'll lift you out here before we fry. Hold uh, tight. how uh, you go? Uh, now to get away from this fiery furnace. Comes a crash, Henry. They'll fix you up, and you'll be okay over here. I'll just lay you here on the ground and go help mannequin with the crowd. As soon as that wreckage cools off, I'll come back and examine it for evidence.
2: hours later, the heroic police officer, Dan Garrett, came back and examined the wreckage of the plane. His investigation brought to light several peculiar facts. That evening he called upon his friend and confidant, Doc Franz, the chemist, who had a little apothecary shop in one of the city's side streets. Look at these boats, Doc. I
6: got them from the wreckage of that new pursuit hmm They've been tampered with, all right. So I'm halfway through. Uh, let's put them under the microscope. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. What do you find, darling? Very interesting, very interesting. What is it, doctor? Uh, they've been sawed halfway through with a Mayer hacksaw. A Mayer hacksaw? Uh, yes. The invention of a man named Mayer. They're made of a special type of steel and sawed feet uh, set differently uh, from ordinary hacksaws. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they have a very distinctive mark on everything they cut. Also, the blade of the saw is so thin that it is sometimes
2: difficult to locate the cut they make. They're usually called hat mayors for short. Only one airplane company in this country uses them so far. That's no who?
6: The Darrell Airplane Company. Then this must be a little side job. Yes, Danny, yes. It looks like it. Is. They had the contract to make several experimental planes of different types. This pursuit plane was one, and a super bomber which is to be tested tomorrow is another. Okay, Doc, and thank you. have got to change into my other costume. This is a job for the Blue Beetle. You take some terrible kind of risks, Danny. I worry about you. I worry about you. Don't worry about me, Doc. That secret 2x formula you gave me at the hospital certainly picked me up for. Oh, that was nothing, Danny boy. Nothing. That impenetrable blue steel chain armor you made for me has saved my life many times. Yes, but someday something
2: may go wrong and you'll be killed. Why don't you give up this blue beetle character and stick to regular police work? If you're popular with the commissioner. Someday you might be chief of police.
6: Doc, I've dedicated my life to helping the underdog and cracking down criminals and bringing them to justice. And no matter how great or how powerful they may be, I've got to do it in my own way. I must work alone. You're the only one who knows who the blue beetle really is. I value your confidence, my boy. You're doing a grand job. Thank you, Doc. I better get going. I've got a lot of work ahead of me tonight. How do I look? Very mysterious and
2: very terrifying. Uh, how does the magic wave work? Swell, it. How's
6: that? Hear they to a guilty conscience, I've heard? Yeah. <laughs> you know that sound and the little blue beetles I dropped in front of those I wish to impress. <laughs> Certainly knocked the ground out from under the their feet. Uh, Have you got your flashlight with the blue people on the lane? Yes, right here. Mm. That shows a powerful beam. I'll need it tonight. Uh, whom are you visiting tonight? I'm visiting the experimental construction department of the Darrell Airplane Company. I want to look over that super bomber. I want to make sure it doesn't crash tomorrow. Uh, be careful, Danny. Be careful. Don't worry, Doc. I will. But well, I think the
2: blue beetle will do a little nipping before this night's over. Neath the wings of the giant bomber in the experimental construction department of the Darrell Airplane Company, a shadowy sinister figure moves, guided only by the light of a small pocket flash. Slowly he climbs the scaffolding directly under one of the powerful motors. In his hand, he holds a hacksaw. In a holster at his waist, he the butt of a forty-five Colt revolver. Silently, he mounts to his toes. <laughs> that pursuit, gentlemen, is
8: finished today. Tomorrow, this bomb will crash. This sure is an easy way to make. The Blue Beetle! Oh, yeah, we'll take that as the Blue Beetle. <laughs>
6: The blue beetle's not so invulnerable after all. Lucky I was healed or he'd have got me. Uh, I'd better beat it until Captain X-13 somebody's wife to it. Let the other workmen find the blue beetle's body here in the morning.
2: Out into the night ran the treacherous workman The saboteur who had caused the wreck of one of the newest planes intended for Uncle Sam In a fast motor car he speeds away to report to the mysterious X-13 The discovery of their secret As he reaches his destination he comes to a stop before an iron gate Silent figure slips forward and bars his way. That you slug. That's right. This is Butch. Let me through. I gotta see Captain
6: X13. It's important news.
5: It better be good news. You
6: know the captain. He'll get a kick out of the news I got for him. Yeah? Yeah. I plugged the blue beetle.
7: The blue beetle? Where?
6: At the ship. He caught me at work and I let him have it. <laughs>
5: Gee, that'll make the captain happy. Well, good luck.
8: Butch,
6: you're better with a here than you are with a coat. I just here. sworn I got you. You fired at that flashlight, but I wasn't behind. It. Well, you won't get away with it a second time. I'm gonna. Uh, let that be a lesson to you, Butch. Never lead with your right. There's dynamite in my left. I'll just tie you up for safekeeping, and then I go to Captain X thirteen. <laughs>
5: Okay, Mr. Blue Beetle. That's what you get for mixing in things that aren't any of your business. Hey, Butch, are you all right? Oh, what hit make it? Blue Beetle here. I sneaked up and stopped him when he started to tie you up. Come on, give me a lift. We'll carry him into the house and let Captain X-13 decide what to do with him. Oh.
6: Where is this so very famous blue beetle you have there, huh? Yes, sir. He caught me working on the bomber. I threw a couple of forty-five slugs at him, but I must have missed. When I got out of the car, he jumped me. He must have been in the back seat all the time. The rat there copped him a when he was starting to tie me up. He must be liquidated. My seaplane is in the river. Put him aboard. we we'll take him out to headquarters ship at daybreak and... Execute him. Then we come back here and finish the job.
8: All right. Bring her to
7: here. You better let me go. My father will make it hot for you. Who
5: is this woman? Jane Darrell, Chief. I caught her snooping outside. Oh, so you
6: are the daughter of Sidney Darrell of the aircraft factory?
7: Yes, and you better not harm me. He'll get the whole United States government after you if you don't let me go.
6: I am not the fool, young lady. Release you would be suicide for me. I choose not to die until my work is done. You will stay here.
7: I won't stay here. My and scream to everybody. Take her
6: away. Find yes. a gagger and put her with the other one.
7: What are you going to do with me?
6: Take you for the ride in my seaplane out to the headquarters ship. In the morning, you will play the feminine lead opposite these uh, blue beetles in
2: a double liquidation. At daybreak, Captain X-13 and his crew of nefarious saboteurs and conspirators, with their two prisoners bound and gagged, take off down the river in their seaplane and head toward the sea. When the Blue Beetle regained consciousness... He managed to sever his bonds with his magic ray machine. Discovering Darrell's daughter beside him in the dark baggage compartment of the plane, he quickly removed her gag and bonds. Who are you?
7: I'm Jane Darrell.
2: Jane Darrell.
6: What are you doing here?
7: They caught me investigating their hideout and they're going to liquidate me.
6: That's what they think. Who are you? The Blue Beetle.
7: The Blue Beetle? That's right. Well... Then you're to be my leading man.
6: I don't understand you.
7: The captain said I was to be the leading lady in a double liquidation.
6: Oh. There's going to be a liquidation, but you and I won't play the leading parts. At least we won't be the... (laughs) the liquidees.
7: What are you going to do?
6: The blue beetle is going to use his nippers on a certain Captain X-13 and his gang of saboteurs.
7: I'll help you. No,
6: you stay here. Maybe some shooting, and I don't want old man Daryl's daughter hurt.
7: I don't mind shooting, but I'm scared of the dark. Don't leave me here.
6: You will do as I say, or I'll have to tie you up again. And I'd hate to do that. I'm going forward now. The blue beetle has a little job.
9: Where's the
6: captain, X-13? In the control, cabin. There's the headquarters ship. Down there now.
5: Well, they never been on her. They say she's one of the fastest things afloat. Yeah. Well, we'll be aboard her in ten minutes. And that'll be the end of the Blue Beetle. And Daryl's daughter. The blue Beetle. Let me get her.
6: him on the
2: beat. Out of the way when I
4: drill
6: him. You're a man who oh. punish butch. Take
8: him. Take
6: him. Oh, right. I Hit a man's knee with your jaw,
8: Slug.
6: I'm scared of you, too, and it's for you, rather, whatever your name is. Here's a little jiu-jitsu. Here's a little jiu-jitsu. Here's a little jiu-jitsu. Here's a little a little rap on the head with Butcher's gun to keep you quiet. <coughs> uh, what a bunch of sissies. Or else Doc's formula's given me a super wallop. Mr. Blue Beetle, you will please to drop the gun. Captain X-13, I presume. Well, go ahead and shoot. Your bullets can't hurt the Blue Beetle. Oh, we shall see. Oh, we shall see. Ha, ha, you're satisfied, Captain Now drop that gun or I'll drill you where you stand. That's more like it. I get back to those controls and keep this plane in the air. The automatic pilot is set. It will direct the plane. You and me, we we talk business, huh? You are a very brave and clever man. I I can make you rich. Get this straight, you cold-blooded fiend. Nobody can buy the Blue Beetle. Now, you get back there and... Can
7: I be of any assistance, Mr. Bluebeard? No, Miss
6: Daryl. This is the man's job. Oh. I'm second thought you can take this gun keep this mug covered while I tie him to this seat here.
7: Gladly. Do you mind if I pull the trigger? Just a little bit. Oh, no, no.
6: Oh, no, don't do that. I have the wife and two children in Valdonia. They have nobody but me. Oh, no, you can't take it, Captain. You're afraid of a woman with a gun. I ought to let you pull that trigger just a little bit. We'll have to save that job for Uncle Sam. You are a very foolish young man. I could make you a save win. your breath, Captain. Your career as a saboteur and foreign agent is over.
7: You got him tied tight enough.
6: Sure. He's he a sailor, as I learned in the Navy. He won't get out of those. I just stick this handkerchief in his mouth to keep him quiet. There.
7: What about the others?
6: They'll be out for a long time, but I'll keep my eye on them from time to time. Look. Where?
7: Look down there. That big yacht anchored offshore.
6: She looks peaceful enough.
7: Don't forget the double execution planned on board for her.
6: That's right.
7: But look, the plane's spiraling down.
6: The automatic pilot must be directing this plane to that ship. Can you pilot a plane?
7: Certainly. I've got a pilot's license. My father makes them and I fly then them. And take
6: over the controls. Come on, snap to it before we get too low. All right.
7: What shall I do? Zoom her up
6: to 2,000 feet. Right. Level her off a bit. Steady now.
7: How's that? That's swell. What are you going to do now?
6: Put you ashore and turn those spies over to the police and then come back. No,
7: you don't. Not without me. I'm in this with you to Finish. My father's honor is at stake.
6: The Blue Beetle works alone.
7: Not this time he doesn't.
6: It's a dangerous business.
7: So what? I love danger.
6: You could be helped.
7: Oh, come on, tell me. What's your plan?
6: Well, now, let me see. They expected the captain to land her down alongside, but when we zoomed up, they got suspicious.
7: Look, what's that group of men on the forward deck doing?
6: Well, it looks like... Yes, they are. What? They're uncovering an anti-aircraft. Come on, turn the plane around. We're going short. They're probably sending some men ashore. We must prevent that. How?
7: There's no time to put me ashore now.
6: That's right. Here's my plan. We'll just have to take a chance. We'll zoom down as if we're going to set her down alongside. That'll quiet their suspicions.
7: Yes, go on.
6: Then when we get to level with the deck off to one side, you straighten her out and I'll machine gun the small boat.
7: But won't some of the others shoot back? I
6: don't think so. They'll be too surprised.
7: Well, let's go then.
6: Hold it steady now. Okay. That's it. That's got him. I'll swing across the bow of the yacht.
2: I've got an idea. What
6: is
2: it? I'm going to try to disable it.
6: Here we go
4: again.
6: Ah, that did it. I raked the planet house with machine gun bullets. I'll zoom her up.
7: It's coming yes, That's Are you all right? Sure, are you? Yes, they can't get me. Zoom her up
6: out of range. It's all right. Look, that ship's moving ahead. It's talking about anchor I wonder why they don't weigh anything. She's picking up speed. And yes, she's dragging their anchor. They're
7: heading right for those rocks offshore. Yes,
6: something has gone haywire. She's running full speed ahead, right toward those rocks.
7: Shall we stick around? No, we've
6: got to get word to the coast guard. We'll head it off up the coast and turn those mugs back there in the cabin over to the police.
7: Look, look down below.
6: Why, that ship is out of control or else they're going to deliberately wreck her. And some
7: of the men are jumping overboard.
6: They'll drown sure as Moses in that treacherous water. What oh, oh, those rocks at
8: full speed.
7: All up boilers. Maybe they had bombs on board. That's right. The ship's sinking. The
6: water's treacherous there. They'll all be drowned.
7: So that's what's called mass liquidation.
6: I'll say it is.
7: Oh, it's horrible.
6: Yes, but think of those poor devils who are the test pilots. It's why our experimental planes intended for the Army and for the Navy. It's horrible for them when the work of foreign agents causes them to crash.
7: What about that new army bomber that makes its trial flight today?
6: That's right. I've got to get back and warn the authorities. The Blue Beetle still has work to do. Home, Jane. And don't spare the horsepower. What's the
7: matter? I don't know. He doesn't want to take gas.
6: The oil indicator is down.
7: Look, look below
6: something is hanging. Maybe
7: it's a feed
6: pipe. That's right. Here, put on the parachute. i got one on, too.
7: Well, what are you going
6: to do? Take out fire insurance. If this plane catches fire, we're going to bail out. Well, what about the men back there? Captain X-13 in the bunch.
7: It'll
6: be just too bad for them. They'll crash and they'll burn with the flame.
7: Wait. I think I can land her in that little lagoon. Better let me take over. Yes. Yes, I guess you
6: better. Now you sit back and relax. Everything
2: is going to be all right. Skillfully piloted by the Blue Beetle, the disabled plane comes to rest upon the quiet waters of a little lagoon. Tying up the rest of the gangsters who were by this time regaining consciousness and leaving Jane Darrell on guard with his automatic, the Blue Beetle went ashore to phone the authorities and then disappear. An hour later, in the apothecary shop of Dr. Franz. He is relating his experiences.
6: The shopkeeper where I phoned the police was scared out of his wits when I entered the shop in my blue beetle costume.
2: Well, I, I should think he would be. But what about the girl? You think she would be safe on board that seaplane alone with those cutthroats?
6: Oh, yes. They were securely trussed up, and she was armed. And besides, I saw a Coast Guard cutter entering the lagoon as I disappeared into the rushes. Mm, evidently, when you shot the captain in the pilot house. As he fell, he jammed some signal for full speed ahead. Which the speed engineers got. And before anyone could do anything, the ship piled up on the rocks. Well, that may be for me. I'll have word at headquarters they can reach me here.
2: Hello? Oh, yes. Yes, he's here. Uh, just a minute. It's for you, Danny. Thanks, Doc. Hello? Yes.
6: Banker Ridley The city hospital An operation The stock market crashes if he dies Yes, I've got that A suspected plot Yes, I'll be right over, goodbye I've been assigned to guard duty over Banker Ridley at the city hospital Manigan and I There's a plot of foot to do away with Ridley while he's on the operating table Some racketeers want to clean up on the stock market, and his death will make that possible. Go ahead, Danny, go ahead, but be careful, boy. Don't worry, Doc. As the Blue Beetle, I have a feeling I'm invulnerable. So long, Doc.
2: What will happen to Dan Garrett, the Blue Beetle, on this new case? Will he be in time to save Ridley's life? Can he prevent the stock market crash? Will he be able to run down the criminals? Those are all questions that will be answered in the next episode of The Blue Beetle. copyrighted box feature appearing in Mystery Men Comics magazine on sale at your newsstand. The Blue Beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station. Consult the broadcast schedule in your local newspapers. And don't forget to listen in. Coming down from the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade
6: of the law. In reality, Dan Garrett, a rookie patrolman, loved by everyone but suspected by none of being, the Blue Beetle. As the Blue Beetle, he hides behind a strange mask in a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor, flexible as silk but
2: stronger than steel. Today's Blue Beetle episode is entitled, Murder for Profit. James A. Ridley of Ridley & Cochrane, wealthy investment brokers, died in city hospital under peculiar circumstances. Was his death on the operating table murder? Will his death affect the stock market? Can Dan Garrett, rookie patrolman, who is also the Blue Beetle, solve this case and run the murderers to earth? As our story opens, Dan Garrett is visiting his friend and advisor... Dr. Franz and his little
6: apothecary shop. But, Danny, you say the authorities suspected an attempt would be made on Ridley's life? Apparently. They sent Mannequin and me rushing over to city hospital to guard Ridley as soon as they heard he was to be operated on. But what made them suspicious? I don't know. Unless it was because they knew his death would affect the stock market, give groups in the know a chance to clean up, and make a lot of money. How? Uh-huh. Well, Ridley was an international figure in investment circles. He controls several large corporations. Uh, Yes, yes, I know that. His death will undoubtedly cause the stocks of those corporations and possibly others to drop temporarily. Yes, but... Exactly. If some crooked professional speculators were sure Ridley would not come off that operating table alive, they could play the stock market and clean up a fortune. But what about the other investors in the market? Wouldn't they stand to lose all they had? Precisely. But the murderers of Ridley wouldn't care about that. And why are you so certain it was murder? Look, Doc, here's what happened. When Mannigan and I arrived at the hospital this morning. Hey, Danny,
8: it looks like something's up.
6: Yeah. Wait, I'll ask this guy come along the hallway and find Dr. Bartlett. Say you, where can we find Dr. Bartlett? Dr. Bartlett can see no one. We're from police headquarters. We've been sent to guard Banker Ridley. You're too late. Mr. Ridley is dead. He yes, he died on the operating table just a minute ago. Manning a new phone headquarters while I take a look around. Okay, Dan, I'll do that. Right. I'll be in or somewhere near the operating room. I've got to find Dr. Bartlett. Oh, just a moment. Are you Dr. Bartlett? Uh, no, I'm just an intern. Uh, Dr. Bartlett's office is two doors down on the right. Uh, what's that you've got in your hand? It's a scalpel. A scalpel? Yes, a very sharp knife for making incisions. What are you doing with it? Well, I, uh... I'm not permitted to speak. Come on, come on, open up. I'm the law. Well, you'll have to see Dr. Bond. I'm seeing you right now with a bloody scalpel in your hand. Here in this room, Harold, I to you. you. In you go. Now, tell me what happened in the operating room. I assure you, it's against the ethics. Of... Ethics be hanged. Talk. Did you kill Banker Ridley? No, I... I tell you, I had nothing to do with it. Then what are you doing with that scalpel? I picked it up after the lights went on. The lights went on. Were they off? Yes. Just after Dr. Bartlett made the incision in Mr. Ridley's throat and was about to operate on the diseased gland, the lights went out suddenly and a stench bomb exploded just inside the door. It blinded everybody and everything with confusion. When the lights finally went on, Mr. Ridley was breathing his last. An artery in his throat had been severed. Where were you standing? Across the table from Dr. Bartlett. Then you could... Yes, have. but I didn't. And what are you doing with that scalpel? I told you, I picked it up when the lights went out. Why? noticed, it was bloody. But wouldn't it naturally be, hadn't it just been used to make an incision? Not this scalp. The one Dr. Bossett used to make the incision had already been put back into the sterilizer. But why should you pick up this scalp? Well, I thought there might be fingerprints on it. Fingerprints? When everybody would be wearing sterile rubber gloves? Well, I, I... I didn't stop to realize that. Your story is pretty thin. I'm going to take you down to headquarters and let some of our... From your story, I take it you suspect the intern of having killed Ridley during the confusion caused by the unexpected developments. No, I don't, really. I think someone higher up is a guilty person. Surely not Dr. Foster. He's one of the most famous and respected surgeons in the country. Ridley's death meant profit in millions to someone or to some group. You know the lengths to which some of our most respected citizens will sometimes go to acquire
4: quick rip? Hmm. You
6: know, money is all right when it does good. But money is evil when it causes evil. Well, there's the first edition of the evening papers. Yes. Well, it started
8: just as we suspected. Listen to that. Well, Danny, what are you going
6: to do? Patrolman Dan Garrett is off duty, but the Blue Beetle never is. I'm going into action. Can I help you? Yes, Doc, you can. What about that secret solution you made that dissolves steel? You mean my formula X4? Yes, that's it. I I have some over here in this cabinet. Ah, here you are. Now here. Here's a little fire level. But be very careful. It's powerful stuff. Thanks, Doc. Uh, What about your portable wireless telephone? I've got that in my magic ray and my flashlight. good. Good. You know, Doc, if I can solve this case quickly, maybe I can save a lot of little investors from losing their life savings. Ah, uh, that's true, Danny, that's true. Well, Doc, the Blue Beetle has some nipping to do tonight. So long, Doc. I'll see when I've cleaned up this stock market racket.
2: Again, the Blue Beetle rides the night wind. In his speedy motor car, he sets out in search of the murderers of Banker Ridley. Will he unmask them? Can he uncover their plot to make millions by murder? Where will the Blue Beetle strike first? In a dark street at the rear of the Ridley home, a long blue motor car comes to a stop. A figure silently steps forth and approaches the high wall around Ridley's city home. Now here's the rear of Ridley's house.
6: I'll have to watch my step wealthy neighborhoods well-guarded. Ah, here's a door in this wall. Locked now, but just as I thought. Let me see now. Try one of these master keys. No, that one won't do. Try this one. Oh, no, that's the one. Better go easy. The hinges on this door will probably squeak. So far, so good. Better close this after me. Watch when finds this open; he'll be suspicious. Now to gain entrance to the house without arousing anyone. Hang that! What's going on down
8: there? Owen, get Leave this bottle. Plain Pat makes as much noise as a dog.
6: Here's a window. I'll wire wired down with a burger alarm. Just attach these suction cups to it. And I'll cut out the glass. Remove it without disturbing the frame. That's got it. I'll just remove the whole pane of glass and climb through. There. Now. I'll look around with my flash. That's the kitchen. All clear here. This door must lead into the dining room. No, no, that's the pantry. The dining room is beyond. What does this other door lead to? It's the hallway. The library should be up there on the right. Everything's dark. This is my chance to search the place. I'll take the library first. Wall is hollow. Just the place for a wall safe.
2: Look at the picture.
6: See if I can move this panel. There may be a button. Someone's coming. I'll hide behind these curtains until they go.
8: Who's in there? Come on, or I'll shoot.
6: Have a little light on the subject. Huh? Yeah. I swore I heard someone coming in. There. I was right. The picture over father's wall, safe. <sighs> <sighs> just lose steam. Drop that gun, Ridley. Not me. <sighs> Sorry, Ridley, but I want to examine some of your father's private papers for a possible clue to his murder. <sighs> He's out like a light. I'll just tie you up and gag you and then put you let me see over there back of that couch there now to open the panel just as I thought a large wall safe hidden behind that panel now for a little Formula X4 port on the lock Working all right, eating right through that steel. There, that does it. Jewels, stocks, and bonds. What's this? A letter. Do not make concern. This is to inform the authorities that should my death occur due to other than natural causes. Would be advisable to investigate the affairs of my partner, Charles Cochran, and my adopted son, Samuel. Well, Mr. Ridley, the Blue Beetle will certainly investigate. I'd better take these papers and jewels along with me. They'll be safer with me than here with your adopted
2: son, Samuel. Off into the night sped the Blue Beetle on the trail of those responsible for the death of Banker Ridley. Meanwhile, at police headquarters, Officer Manigan, playing a hunch, he has also decided to go to Cochran's office. In the still of the night, two cars are speeding toward the same destination. Each has a single occupant. One of the cars reaches its destination ahead of the other. A mysterious figure alights and disappears behind the building on the corner. Quickly, he mounts the fire escape. A minute later, a circle of light is playing on the door of a safe. In the middle of that circle of light is a large blue beetle. The doctor's
6: formula X4 worked once before tonight. It ought to work here. Sure is powerful stuff. Now let's see what this safe contains. Ah, stocks, bonds, and certificates. Here's a list of something. To be sold short for Samuel Ridley, Charles Cochran, and Mr. John Smythe. If and when. I wonder who this Mr. Smythe is.
8: You'll never know, Mr. Blue Beetle. Officer Manigan.
6: Isn't it late for you to be out alone? No,
8: no, no, that. I've got you covered and I'll shoot you if you make a move. You're going to the station house with me. Maybe you can explain to the D.A. what you're doing in this office at that safe there.
6: I was looking for the lost cord. Cut out the wise cracks and slip these bracelets on. I'm sorry, Mannequin. We both seem to be cornered. That door in back of you was blocked. That's
8: you. That's
6: Never take your eyes off your man until you've got him securely handcuffed, Manigan.
2: After taking the unconscious Manigan back to police headquarters and popping him up against the front door, the Blue Beetle sped on his way to the home of Charles Cochran. Arriving at his destination, he enters the Cochran home by means of a skeleton key. And hearing voices... He slipped into an adjoining room and listened. Oh,
6: here, here's your check, Dr. Barford. Seventy-five hundred dollars. Your fee for uh, operating on old man Blitzy. The operation was successful, but the patient died. Yeah, (laughs) but what about the profit on the stock? Yeah, we'll settle that when we complete the transaction. I'm carrying your account under the name of Smythe, you know. Yes, but what if... Oh, are you worrying about the intern who was arrested? Yes, frankly, I am. Well, don't worry about him. He'll never testify in any court. I had someone bail him out. He's here in this house now. We're sending him away tonight on a one-way
2: drive. What? You don't mean... Exactly. Oh, but you can't do that. Why, that's...
6: Murder? Yes, Dr. Burr
2: murder, just
6: like your operation on my partner today. Queen, one of my men short circuited uh, the light at the hospital, and another one disguised as an orderly dropped the stench bomb. But you, you, Dr. Barter, severed the artery in Banker Ridley's throat. The yes.
4: blue beetle.
6: Yes, the blue beetle. He's going to nip a band of murderers. Ah! Immer.
8: You call, boys?
6: Don't move, any of you. I've got men outside and they're coming in to take you. Pardon me, Mr. Blue Beetle. I doubt that statement. I happen to know that it is the Blue Beetle's proud boast that he works alone. Grab him, men. Get away,
4: Raymond! Get
6: away. Get away, I'm going to shoot the Blue Beetle. That's what you think, Cochran. Come here, Raymond. I'm going to give you a little ride through the air. No, Senor, it's a mistake. You know, Dustin and Ron. Here, your knife, Raymond. Into rough. house. up the blue beetle. Right, boys. Oh. I'm on the toe of my boot, guts. And now, you, Raymond, up you go. Oh, no, Senor. And across the room in your box of black. Oh, blue beetle. Get those hands up. Young Samuel Ridley. You must be Houdini to have gotten out of those bonds, or else i have forgotten my sailor knots. You've forgotten something else, blue beetle. I'll take whatever you took for my father's sake. Certainly, Ridley. Here you are. Good. I thought this gun would make you see me. Foxed you, Ridley. Now, all of you, stand over there. I'm going to release the intern you're holding, prisoner, and then... <clears throat> Good, new beetle is out like a light. I'll tie him up and throw some water on way more there.
2: Right, boy, He's getting out of here. Huh? Oh,
6: no, you're not talking about that. I need the famous surgeon for one more little operation. No, no. Don't more. worry, Dr. Bartlett. It won't be murdered this time. But I... have got then... a better idea. Just a little operation on the Blue Beetle's vocal cords and the muscles of his arms. What good will that do? He won't be able to speak or write when you get through with him. And he doesn't dare turn himself over to the police. No,
5: it's... much
6: not necessary. That's... Yeah, boss. Take the Blue Beetle into the other room and put him at the intern. Then come back here. Okay,
8: boss. Uh, gee, please have Maybe
6: he's dead, boss. He'll wish he were before I get through with him. The Blue Beetle's nipping days are over. What
2: will happen to the Blue Beetle? Will the Archdean Cochrane be able to force Dr. Bartlett to maim him for life? How can the Blue Beetle get out of this spot? Not a soul knows where he is. Let's look in on Dr. Franz in his little apothecary shop.
6: I wonder... I wonder how Danny's making out. I think I'll close up shop and work a while in my laboratory. Ah, there. there. The shades
2: are down. Now I... I'll just bolt this door. It. Now,
6: put out the light. There we are. Now, perhaps I can locate Danny with my new radio locator. He took his portable wireless phone with him this time, but he hasn't called me. Maybe he's in trouble. Hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, I can't seem to locate him. I'll just swing it north two more degrees.
2: There.
6: Now let's see. Ah, that's got him. Contact heater registers pretty weak, though. His vitality must be low. Now, now perhaps if I connected up my radio energizer to this locator... I could shoot some vitality to him through the ether. I'll just connect these two wires here, so... And then turn on the energizer and let him have it. Ah, there. There it goes, Danny. I hope it's reaching you and giving you renewed strength. It's all I can do for you.
2: Rays sent out by Dr. Franz Reaching the Blue Beetle Has he again managed to outwit a clever And ruthless gang of murderous racketeers How can he escape their clutches Let's look in on the little room In the Cochran home Where the Blue Beetle was imprisoned With the intern from the city hospital Where am I What's
6: that noise The midget antenna on my helmet Franz must be trying out His new radio locator Feel as if I were being pumped full of energy. I can burst these burns easily. Ah. Well. Who's that over there on that cart? A hospital intern, of course. You. Can you hear me? Shake your head if you can. Oh, you can. Wait until I take that gag out of your mouth. There, that's better. I'll cut your bonds with my magic ray. The, the Blue Beetle. That's right. How do you feel? A little weak. You'll hold my hand a minute. Get some energy from me. Mm. Mm. Now, Now, do you think you could hold a gun on some men if I help you? I could hold it alone. You certainly pepped me up. How did you do it? That's a secret. Now, here is your chance to be a hero. I'll do anything I can to get out of here. Good. Have you a fountain pen? Uh, Yes. Uh, Here it is. Will you hold it like this, you see? Like a pistol. Uh, this way? That's right. It'll fool those men in the other room until we can pick up a real gun inside. Now, you follow me. We're going in and clean up those rats. What's the matter with your eyes? They're shining like searchlights. Due to a new invention of a friend of mine. Come on.
8: Gee, boss, look at his eyes. This man, he is terrible. Not to me,
6: he isn't. Don't you. It's no use, Cochran. You can't injure the blue beetle. Throw down that gun. Drop it, or I'll blast you all with my magic ray. You better drop the gun, boss. All right, blue beetle. You win up to this point. How are you going to turn us over to the police? Why, you don't dare... Yeah, you intern. It's your chance to get even with the doctor and this gang who are holding you prisoner. Pick up that gun and keep these men covered until I tie them up. Okay. Here comes the law. I called the police on my wireless telephone. You'll all be some safe hands soon. Safe for the citizens of this great city. No more will your secret machinations bring distress to honest investors. Gentlemen... The Blue Beetle's job is done. You'll soon be paying the penalty of your dishonest schemes. I'll leave you to the tender mercies of the district attorney.
2: In the early hours of the morning, Patrolman Dan Garrett, no longer the Blue Beetle, sat in Dr. Fran's living room.
6: Danny, you did a swell job. And now? Now you'd better get some rest. Yeah, I guess you're right, Doc. Uh, I'll see who it is. Uh, just a minute.
2: Just a minute, I'm telling. Is Patrolman
6: Garrett here? Uh, yes. Uh, who wants him? The chief. Everyone's called back to duty. Why? What's happened? Some crooks have started a raid of terror and they've threatened to blow up the
2: city. Blue Beetle, or for patrolman Dan Garrett? What will develop in the next chapter of Dan Garrett's life? As the Blue Beetle, will he be able to run down and apprehend the members of this dynamite ring? Can he outsmart this deadly gang of underworld characters? These questions will be answered in the next episode of the Blue Beetle. here's the Blue Beetle himself to say a few words.
6: Folks, the moral of this story is that the confidence of our friends often gives us new strength and new courage, and also that our confidence and friendship for others often helps them. In other words, confidence and friendship among mankind is vital. And if everyone is sincere in everyday life, they will aid others or be aided by others, just as Dr. Franz sent new vigor and vitality to me in order that I might rise and fight. So my advice to young and old is to cultivate the friendship and confidence of your fellow men. And through that friendship and confidence, find new strength and courage to face the problems of each day
2: the blue beetle is a copyrighted Fox feature appearing in mystery men comics magazine on sale at your newsstand the blue beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station consult the broadcast schedule in your local newspapers And don't forget to listen in...
9: Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland, comes the friend
8: of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals, a mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. In
6: reality, Dan Garrett, a rookie patrolman. Loved by everyone, but suspected by none of being the
9: Blue Beetle. As the Blue Beetle, he hides behind a strange mask in a suit of impenetrable
8: blue shade armor, flexible as silk but stronger than steel.
9: episode of the Blue Beetle is entitled, Blasting the Dynamite Ring. A band of desperate underworld characters has started a reign of terrorism throughout the city. Their motive is wholesale burglary. Will they succeed in forcing the authorities to accede to their demands? Can they successfully defy the forces of law and order? Or will the Blue Beetle checkmate their efforts and bring their leader to justice? As our story opens, patrolman Dan Garrett, a rookie cop who operates as the Blue Beetle, has stopped for a little early morning chat with his friend and advisor, Dr. Franz, before reporting for duty.
6: Well, Danny, what assignment has the commissioner given you in this new drag? I don't know yet. I hope it's something exciting. <laughs> You'll probably get your wish. You and Mannigan always get plenty of action. What do you suppose is back of these dynamiting, Doc? Three this week already. Mm, very strange. Fantastic, in fact. What can these racketeers hope to gain? Well if I know Looks as if they were trying to scare the authorities into meeting some exorbitant demand of theirs. But surely the police can apprehend the ringleaders. leaders. Believe me, if I get a chance, I'll run them to earth. If I can't do it as Dan Garrett, I'll do it as the Blue Beetle. Well, what's that? Sounded like an explosion over on the west side. Someone's up front in your store. Excuse me. Oh, hello, Doc. Is Dan Garrett here? Hello, Officer Manigan. Yes, Dan, he's here. He was just oh, what's about Mannigan. Me and you've been assigned to the west side to investigate them explosions. I thought I heard one just now. That's right. Come on, I got the police car outside. Let's get going. Okay. So long, Doc. Let's go, Mannigan. <laughs>
8: That furniture factory, that blew up. Furniture? Yeah. I heard somebody say it was bombed. That's the fourth this week. Come
6: on, Lanigan. let's see if we can help. There may still be some people in that burning building. Stand right up here, me lad. I'm going to search the cellar
8: first. Take it easy down there, Danny. The floor is overhead, may came in any minute. i have to take that chance. If somebody down here in the cellar. It's either dead or overcome by smoke. Give me a I can't get down to you, Danny. The fire's between us now. Can you throw your coat down to me? Well, that's right. Wait a minute. Here it comes. You got it? Okay. I'm going to bring this guy up on my back. I'm using your coat as a hook. You better wait until I can get the firemen in here with the hoses. There's no time for that. I think I can make it alone. I'm coming down, Danny. Wait for no, me. Mamigan. No, Mammigan. No use of coke in the our lives. You stay there and grab me when I come up those stairs. Here I come. Take it easy, Danny. Steady now, boy. You're almost up. Don't make it snappy. The floor's giving way. Here. Here's the hand. I got you. Look out,
4: Danny. <laughs>
8: coming around. Yeah, he'll
4: be
8: all right. Look, he's opening his eyes. I sure
6: is a brave cop. Yeah, Danny. Danny, are you all right? Did I, did I get the old man out there? Oh, you? you did that, boy. Thanks to you. I didn't do nothing. You've done it all. Manigan, if you hadn't been there, give me a pull out of collapse. Right at the ahead of the... Plane. Well, well, now, you'll be all right after a
8: rest and plenty of fresh air in your lungs. Here comes the ambulance for the old man you saved. Why don't you take a ride along with them? Maybe they'll give you a bed and a good meal, too, at the hospital.
6: Well, I think I'll take the ride. That bed and meal can wait. I want to talk to that old man when he regains consciousness. He may give me a clue to that (laughs) dynamite.
9: old man be able to furnish a clue as to the dynamite gang? Will Danny continue his investigation as patrolman Dan Garrett or as the Blue Beetle? Let's look in on the mayor of the city to see if we can discover what is back of these mysterious explosions.
6: Telegram for
9: you, sir. No, thanks. Now, wait a minute, George. There may be an answer. Yes, sir.
6: Hmm. If you don't have electricity shut off throughout the city tonight... Something unpleasant will happen to you or your family. Signed, the octopus. Say, what is this, a joke? It is. Someone has a perverted sense of humor. Why, this is preposterous. I never heard of anything so brazen. Well, uh, what are you going to do, sir? Get me the commissioner on the
8: phone.
6: Uh, yes, I uh, Get the police commissioner on the phone. The mayor called.
8: Thank you. Now,
6: uh, you'd better have a bodyguard, Your Honor. Not for me, but for my boy. Since his mother died, he's had nobody but me to look after him.
8: Hello, hello. Hello, Commissioner? Yeah. Is Arnold
9: the mayor calling?
8: Here you are, sir.
6: Now, Hello, Commissioner. Hello,
8: Mr. Mayor. What's on your mind? I want
6: to read you a telegram I just received a moment ago. Now, uh, where is it, George? Oh, thanks. <clears throat> now, listen to this, Commissioner. If you don't have electricity shut off throughout the city tonight, something unpleasant will happen to you or your family. And it's signed, The Octopus. <laughs> Who's The Octopus? As
9: far as we can discover the power
8: in the underworld. Our best men have been working secretly to track him down. So far, we've had no success.
6: Well, I want you to assign one of your best men to guard my son.
9: I'll assign Mike Panigan on the job. He's the best I
6: have. Good. I know him.
9: Uh, what about you? You should
6: have a bodyguard. Oh, never mind me. I can take care of myself. It's my son I'm worried about.
9: that will be taken care of, Mr.
6: Mayor. Okay, Commissioner. As soon as you issued the necessary orders, I wish you'd drop over to my office. I'd like to discuss a
8: plan of action to checkmate the Optimus and his gang.
9: In the meantime, Dan Garrett has talked with the old man whom he saved from the burning building. He learns that just before the explosion, the old man, who was the janitor of the factory, saw a bearded man with a link disappearing up the stairs just outside the boiler room. Danny decides to keep an eye out for a bearded man with a limp. We next find him in the little apothecary shop of his friend and advisor, Dr. Franz.
6: Then what do you make of it, Danny? I think it's a diabolical plan of wholesale robbery, backed by terrorism and blackmail. But I don't understand. How could any gang of thieves hope... As I see it, the mastermind of this gang has a well-thought-out plan. First, his unholy crew terrorizes the city by a series of explosions. Yes, Then they plan to suddenly plunge the city into darkness one night. And while the blackout is on, they'll systematically rob jewelry stores, banks, and fur storage plants. What makes you think that? The mayor got a telegram today warning him that unless he ordered the city's power supply shut off, something unpleasant will happen to him or his family. But that's preposterous. I never heard of such unmitigated nerve. These men are desperate characters. And their chief is a cold-blooded fiend. Uh, What's the mayor doing about it? He's talked with the commissioner of police. The commissioner assigned Madigan to guard the mayor's young son. He's also ordered every known gang hangout in the city raided. Every racketeer, big or small, is to be arrested. Brought in for questions. And what are you going to do? I'm going to put on my Blue Beetle armor and take a little trip down to the municipal power plant. I have a peculiar feeling the Blue Beetle will come to grips with some of that gang tonight. <laughs>
9: Out into the night, fed the Blue Beetle in his super-dynamic speedster to save the city's power plant from destruction and prevent wholesale burglary throughout the city. From another point, a fast motor car filled with dark-visaged men is speeding toward the same destination. Will they meet, or will one outfeed the other to prevent or commit a crime? As the Blue Beetle nears his destination, he sees another car pull up in front of the power plant.
6: a suspicious-looking car there. Hmm, several men are getting off. Tough-looking bunch. There's one with a beard and a limp. That's my man, all right. And there's the watchman coming up to me.
8: All right, boys. All right, now make it nothing. Right in here. Be sure to suck me hard and tie me up so I won't be suspected of being in on this. Don't worry about that, Pop. We'll fix it for you. Well,
6: here's the dynamo room. And here's the sock. Okay, tie him up and put him over there in the corner. Come on, Sledeye, give me a look with this Bozo. Okay, Gibby, here we go. Hey, Gibby, what did you do with that sledgehammer?
8: Back of you. I will be over to help you after we got this. The blue beetle. Yes, the
6: blue beetle. Hey, there's the blue beetle. Give me a load of lead. Put down that sledge or I'll blast you. You and who
8: else? I'll mow you down with this sledgehammer.
6: Hold up, you guys. Are you liable to nick me? I can handle this mug Hello. Let, let me see you handle this one. Go on, empty your guns, you fools. You can't injure the Blue Beetle. Now I'm coming after you rats back there.
8: Come on, let's beat it, Slideye. No, oh, we got to fight it out. You know the octopus. This Blue Beetle's only a guy in a masquerade costume. Let's get him. Give me, give me that wrench. Here we go.
6: Give me that wrench, Slid-Eye. Here is
8: this brutal right on the fool.
6: Your aim is bad, Slid-Eye. You should have ducked my left first. But my
8: aim ain't, Blue Beetle. Oh, gotcha that time, Blue Beetle. Come on, Mugsy, I got him. I got the Blue
6: Beetle. Yeah, good work, Jimsy. That's tossing a hammer all right, yeah. You got him right in the eye. Boy, he certainly packs an awful lollop in that left of his. Yeah, you sure got a lump in your jaw. Hey, what do we do with him? He ain't dead. Tie him up and take him out to the island after we wreck this place. The octopus will take care of the blue beetle. Okay. Listen, slap some life in the thread eye there. Why don't I plant a bomb under that dynamo over there? Sure. Hey,
9: thread eyes. Snap out of it. Come on, come on, come on. We're getting out of here. Oh, what happened? Did the place blow up? No, the blue beetle socked you. Well, where is he? Flying there. gifty plugged him.
6: Oh, good work. Where's Jimmy? Planting that dynamite under those dynamos. Here he comes now. Come on, let's go. I lift the fuse. It won't be long now. here. Here. Give me a hand with the blue beetle. Right, let's make it snappy. I don't want to be around when the dynamite goes off. What right about the watchman? He'll have to take his chances. We ain't got room for him. Okay. Come on, let's go. I cut a short fuse.
9: What will happen to the blue beetle when the octopus gets him in his power? Will that be the end of the blue beetle? How can the police protect the citizens of this vast city against the depredations of this ruthless band of arch criminals? All night long in the inky darkness caused by the disabled powerhouse, a band of hoodlums and underworld characters ravaged the city, bombing buildings, setting fires, and robbing banks and jewelry stores. The police and fire departments did heroic work trying to stem the tide of terrorism. In the morning, the aroused populace stormed the doors of City Hall, demanding protection. Where's the mayor?
8: Why don't you do something? Yes, our uh, homes and stores are being looted. Our factories are being dynamited. Uh, what's the police doing about it, huh? Where's the commissioner? Uh, what do we take taxes uh, for? Look, look uh, the doors are open. Yeah, there's, there's the mayor's secretary. Yes, yeah, the mayor's secretary. Quiet, quiet, yeah. everybody. Uh, they're 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 going the mayor Hello, citizens. I know you have put in a terrible night. We uh, have. Yeah. Quiet, quiet. Let's have a talk. Many of you have lost valuables. Some of you have had your shops broken into, for your factories burned by the members of this band of money-mad cutthroats. Yes, my friends, you all have suffered losses. I, too, have suffered a great loss. Last night, at about nine o'clock, my young son was kidnapped. And so when I say to you, my fellow citizens that I shall leave no stone unturned to apprehend these malefactors. I am sure you will believe me and be patient with me and the commissioner of police. Hey, hey, Mr. Mayor, how about throwing me in as a deputy? Yes, me too. I was in the army. I can you. Thank you, thank you, my friend. But I got two grand Thank you. I suppose there are some of you who would like to assist in this drive, and is there rather... Report to the commissioner at police headquarters. He can use every fighting man he can get. Uh, Now, now I must get back to my office and plan a campaign that will rid this city forever of this criminal scum. Uh
9: throughout the city, the movement grew to join with the police in running down the dynamiters, arsonists, and robbers. Repairs were rushed on the power plant so that by nightfall the city might again be illuminated. Meanwhile, in an iron-walled room of a secret hiding place, on an island far beyond the city's outskirts, the Blue Beetle is slowly regaining consciousness.
6: Oh. Oh, what
9: a head. And how I gimpy through just
6: grazed my timbre. Half an inch to the right, and been no more Blue Beetle. Hello, mister. Well, hello, sonny. What are you doing here? The men brought me. Aren't you Tom Rogers, the mayor's son? That's right. And you're the Blue Beetle. Yes, Tom, I'm the Blue Beetle. Well, then I'm not scared anymore. Why, of course you're not. We'll outwit these scoundrels yet. You and me together. Gee. Tom, I want you to help me.
9: Me help the Blue Beetle? Gee!
6: Now look, Tom, here's my plan.
9: I want you to... In the joining room, the octopus, mastermind of this devilish scheme to systematically drain the great city of its wealth, is conferring with his henchmen.
6: You have done very well so far. We already have $500,000 in cash and many jewels. What a fabulous sum. In addition... We have two aces in the hole. You mean the mayor's kid and... And the blue beetle. We can get a big price for the kid, but the blue beetle ain't worth nothing. You forget, Gimpy. We wear the suit of impenetrable blue chain armor that is flexible as silk and stronger than steel. So what? With that armor and the magic ray, I can become the blue beetle. Gee, chief, then you become invulnerable like the blue beetle. Exactly, Gimpy. <laughs> But first, we must dispose of... Oh, that kid's crying again. Go in and make him shut up, Monty.
9: Okay, boss. I'll shut up.
6: What's eating you, kid?
9: There's a dead man over there on that cot.
6: The... Don't tell me the blue
9: beetle's croak. I'll have a look.
8: Blue oh, beetle!
9: <laughs> he ain't dead. huh? Oh. The Blue Beetle is more alive than ever.
6: So the kid double-crossed me. Well, no, you won't. won't. You white livered not because I'm going to... Oh, get oh, 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 this! Get is... the blue beetle. blue beetle! Give it to me, good! The Blue beetle
8: just knocked out, Ludd. My... Oh, yeah? Come
6: on, we'll finish him off this time. All right, Slid, I come and get me.
8: I'll get you all right with this, you... Oh.
6: How do you like those potatoes, slith I. You're next, Gimpy. You've got no hammer to throw this time.
8: Back and good, Blue Beetle. Boy, right on the button.
6: Now for the octopus.
8: Look out, Blue Beetle. Behind you.
6: There we are, Blue Beetle. (laughs) Thought you had me, didn't you? Well, you'll never get out of here alive. This electric ray gun will burn you to a crisp in that steel armor.
8: Stop that, mister. You can't do that to the Blue Beetle. Shut up,
6: kid, or I'll blast you, too. Say your prayers, Blue Beetle, because you Oh, no, you're to... not. <coughs> that was good work, Tom. We're just in time with that Leg. Pick up that electric ray gun. We'll go after the octopus. Right with you, Blue Beetle. Now, stay staying back at me. I don't want you to get hurt. Here we go. He's disappeared.
8: There he goes. Look through the window there. See him? He's running to the dock.
6: Yes, he's getting into an outboard motorboat.
8: Come on, let's go. Oh, gee. He got away from it.
6: Not yet, he hasn't.
8: Well, what are you going to do? Take off my armor
6: and swim after it.
8: Can you swim fast enough to catch him? This is
6: one time, I'll find out.
8: Here I go. Gee, look at him go. Oh, boy, can that blue beetle swim. The octopus is shooting at him. The blue beetle's still swimming after the boat. He's gaining. Boy, can he swim. He's gaining. The octopus is out of bullets. The blue beetle's gaining on him all the time. Boy. He, he's caught the boat. He's climbing in the stern of the boat. No. No, he's turning the boat over. Here goes the octopus right into the water. Oh, I can't swim. Gee, the octopus can't swim. He's calling for help. Oh, help. help. Look at the Blue Beetle. He's diving under the upset boat. Now, now he's turning the boat over right side up. Gee, Mr. Blue Beetle is sure strong. Now he's going to rescue the octopus. Look at those strokes he takes. There. There, he's got the octopus. Ah, he should have let him drown. He, he's hauling him up into the boat. Now, now he's starting the motor up. He's running around the boat, and, and here he comes. Boy,
4: boy.
8: Gee,
9: Blue Beetle, that was swell. So, so what about the octopus, is he?
6: No, no, he's not dead. He's just suffering from immersion. But suppose you tie him up while I get dressed. He's harmless now. I've got his gun.
9: He certainly was yellow, wasn't he, when he ran out of bullets and you ducked him.
6: All gangsters are yellow, and they haven't got a gun. He's no exception. Well, what are you going to do now? Going to put on my blue armor, take you back to the city limits in that boat, and phone the police. But, but what about the gangsters in the house there? They can't get off the island. We've got the only boat, and it's too far to swim to the mainland. Mr. Mister, Mister Blue Beetle, you've done an awful lot for me, saving me from those kidnappers and everything. Oh, that's nothing, Tom. Well, my father will pay you a big reward. The Blue Beetle seeks no reward, Tom. What he does, he does for humanity. They... Would you do me one more favor? Certainly, if I can. What is it? Would you give me that blue beetle off your helmet? (laughs) Here you are, Tom. A souvenir to remember the blue beetle by.
8: Gee, blue beetle, you're swell.
9: And so the blue beetle brought another gang of criminals to justice turning him over to the police, but himself remaining hidden behind the disguise of the Blue Beetle. Later that day, after sending Tom, the mayor's son, ashore at the city dock and phoning the police where to find the octopus and his cohorts, he disappeared as the Blue Beetle to turn up later at Dr. Fran's little apothecary shop as patrolman Dan Garrett. Do you say, Dan, the octopus was about to shoot you with this electric ray gun you brought back with you? Yes,
6: he threatened to burn me to a crisp in my metal armor. Oh, what a fiendish idea. But very ingenious. I'd have been roasted alive without a clue as to the cause of my death if it hadn't have been for young Tom Rogers sneaking from behind and knocking Sled-Eye out with a chair leg. Yes, yes. Well, I, I'd better invent a non conductive lining for your Blue Beetle armor just in case you run into another electric ray gun. That's a swell idea. You know, Doc, if I had the. Uh, just a minute, Dan. Hello? Hello. This is Manigan. Is Danny there? Yes. yes uh, just a minute. Uh, it's for you, Dan. All right, Doc. Hello, Dan Garrett speaking.
8: Hey, Danny. You're to the police headquarters immediately. Me and you have got a swell new assignment. Oh, yes, where? Out of John Doerr's carnival. Well, what's up? Some slot machine racketeers are trying to make John Doerr install some crooked slot machines.
6: Okay, Manigan, I'll be right over. I've got to get going, Doc. It's a new assignment. Never a dull moment in this business. Well, you said you craved action. Yeah. Well, so long, Doc. I may be seeing you tonight.
9: What will develop from patrolman Dan Garrett's next assignment? Will the Blue Beetle be called into action against the crooked slot machine racketeers? Can the Blue Beetle protect amusement seekers against dishonest exploitation? These questions will be answered in the next episode of The Blue Beetle. Fox feature appearing in Mystery Men Comics Magazine and The Blue Beetle Magazine on sale at your newsstand. The Blue Beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station. Consult the broadcast schedule in your local newspapers. And don't forget to listen The Blue Beetle.